0: All right, all right, and down now. Live from the Britain Yankee Pub Studios, another Britain Yankee craft beer pubcast. I can hear the pints being pulled right now. Knock the wild doing, bring the drums in. Let's have a party. Pump up the bitter.
1: Test it. Pump up the bitter.
2: Pump up the bitter.
1: <speaking in the middle>
0: Take it away, Jack You are paying for that beer, aren't you? Jack 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 Jack
3: it's the first britain yankee podcast of the season the first of the year Yay! and i'm down in woodridge wonderful woodridge uh, just on lamont lamont road at skeleton key brewery and it's a packed event for another of the Furkery real ale uh events yes i said Furkery, what did
1: i say Mercury.
3: Thank you very much. And be
1: careful
3: with that word. Um, this appears to be a gathering of a lot of brewers down here, and of course, the first one I've run into is my co-host Chuck. Uh, what's your name? Hello. I haven't seen you for a Hello. while. Chuck Fort. Hello. Hello, good man. Hello, uh, Chuck. You're down. <laughs> oh, hang on Hello. a minute. Well, well, boys, well, boy. it must be good fun down here. Um, Standing next to him from Dry City is their uh, big brewing man, Oliver. Oliver Bully, how are you? Hello, hello. Uh, Is this your first real ale event? Yes, it is. I'm very excited to be here. And what do you reckon about the real ale? Uh, Delicious. I love it. I guess I should call it cast-conditioned. I don't know whether Camera would call it real ale. Whose Camera? Camera is the campaign for real ale. Because back in England in the uh, late 70s, early 80s, Real ale was going away, and they decided that they wanted to keep it around. This is cast conditioned ale, uh, okay. been there for hundreds of years. So cool. they've they've succeeded, and now it's coming over here. So what are you drinking? I'm having the skeleton key, skeleton key, scotch ale. The skeleton key scotch ale. All yeah. right. And what do you reckon? Oh, this it, is... now you do a scotch ale. I know. Yeah. Uh, yours is. The usual carbonated nonsense, Correct. right? Yeah. yeah. So, well, i i not saying nonsense.
4: But what, <laughs> you not, know what I mean? It's 100 nonsense. <laughs> That's
3: right. yeah. But what do it's, you what do you think about this? Because obviously, for a cast condition ale, it's going to have a little less of the implanted carbonation, oh, more of the natural carbonation. It's delicious. I love it. It goes down easy. You could drink a bunch of it, and uh, it's it's wonderful. I lo- I'm a huge fan. Chuck. Have you ever uh, done any of the cast-conditioned ales at Church Street?
2: Yes, we have. And it's always a trick to get the carbonation just right. That's the thing. If you can get the carbonation right, it's great. If you don't, then it's, it's still good. good. It's still good, it's yep. just, you know, it's, and that's kind of the excitement. of it. What, what is the secret in
3: taking a, a brew, putting it into a keg, and letting it ferment on its own?
2: What is the secret? well uh, or is it luck you know <laughs> you turn the bung towards the wall in case it blows out so it doesn't kill anybody yeah. <laughs> yeah that's the first thing um there are no gauges on it so you don't really know what's going on exactly you just have to go by experience you, you try to figure out how many fermentables are still in there and what the yeast is going to do and uh, maybe wake it up with a little bit of sugar or something like that and then figure out what your temperature is. If you don't have a cooler, you put it in the cellar or whatever. And um, and then when uh, you tap it, make sure you get it on video because it could be really exciting. <laughs>
3: well, <It's> and, <laughs> I, and that's the uh, dulcet tones of John Kowalski, friend of the show. How are you doing uh, now that uh, John's tavern is no longer
4: there? Not even standing. Not even I'm standing. very happy. It is. Indelibly etched in my memories, and by the way, I'm tip top.
3: All right, good man. Have you, did, when you had the tavern open, did you do any of those cost condition
4: ales? I had uh, what they called a. Um, it was sort of a fake one. And it was from a, oh, bri- a British brewery. Wait a minute,
3: that's why they call it real ale, because I not know, fake.
4: but but it's but it was sort of a fake real ale. Okay. And I actually forget the name of the original people who installed the system, but but it had a uh, an engine, a, an engine, mm-hmm. and you would hand pull it. But it had a four and a half percent CO2 uh, connection to it, and but basically that simply took the place in the barrel instead of air, and kept the beer from going bad until I could sell it all.
3: So are you going to brew anything like this, Oliver? That's the plan. It is the plan. All right. That's the plan, man. That's the plan. So what, what, when do you think you're going to have it ready?
5: I believe after talking with Ken McMullen, who's the head brewer over at Hopvine. He is. And he's also one of the co-founders of the Furkery. He's looking to have an event at Dry City late February all
3: right nice. that's great so uh, he's gonna bring in a lot of other breweries and hopefully we'll have some good stuff that's what I'm hoping well let's see if we can find some of the people who have brews here I'm having a tight head box car Porter cool and I know Bruce Durr is over there so I'm gonna run over and find him. perfect And I found Bruce, and <laughs> Bruce is finishing up a beer. I don't know whether it's his, but I've got yours. Now this is ah, uh, this is I your box car porter, right? Yeah. yeah. But uh, and I've had that before, and it's been always uh, a very good porter. Yeah, uh, okay. Is this a robust? It is robust, style. Okay. Yep. You're in line, so we'll keep moving. Yep, up. No, you don't want to right. To spot, right? Yeah,
5: we. Uh, there's a couple different chocolate malts in it. There's some uh, a light malt and uh, and a dark chocolate malt. Uh, so, you get a lot of that big chocolate, little
3: roast in the back. Um, and, and I should say that for people who don't know Bruce, I didn't introduce your brewery. Yeah. It's Tighthead, isn't it? Up in Bunderline. Yes, Tighthead
5: Brewing Company in Bunderline, Illinois. So. so,
3: you have long been a fan of British beers because I've been up to your place. And had, uh, I think it was an ESB or was it a bitter? I can't remember. But it was uh,
5: We did have a bitter and a mild that we do. Uh, the bitters called It must have Tube. been the bitter.
3: And I thought that that was one of the closest to an English beer that I've had for a long time. Yeah. And it was only what, about 3 or 4 uh, percent? Yeah, I think it was 3-4. Uh,
5: yeah. The mild was 3-2. So, and uh, we've done those a couple times over the years. But uh, yeah, they are they're spot on. Uh, our brewer Billy just nails oh, that's English right. beers. Brewer, I like mean, that. he's uh, he's done a great job. So. so,
3: so have you got something that you you know you seem to be doing this a lot? So, are you going back to the the natural and the origins? And... Uh, no, we we kind of got away from casks um, for about a year
5: year and a half, just uh, not keeping up on on filling them and getting them out. But uh, we have a handle. We have a we have an engine at the brewery. Um, so we've been pretty dedicated to doing some fun things with some of the beers and keeping stuff on now pretty regularly. So,
3: so obviously it's going down well. It is, yeah.
5: We have our, we have our crowds that love their real ale, so... Um, and, that, and that's fine. That's That's who we do it for.
3: What are you going to have a, next? Your next up in line is. Uh, so I want to have, have to have the Scotch Ale actually. Ah, from so. Skeleton oh, Key. Sorry. We're going to have to talk to uh, John or yes. Paul about that. And I know they're behind that. Uh, behind the bar, being rushed off their feet. Yeah. Um, what else is going on up at uh, Tighthead? Because uh, a lot of people don't, from where I am down here in the <laughs> south, I don't <laughs> you get don't up, travel as up as much Northlight. So yeah, come and come ahead and order. Yeah, you uh, uh, come on, this man wants I, to order. The scotch? The scotch? Yeah, a yeah, oh, pint of scotch. So what else is going on up there at Tyrehead? Not, you know,
5: we're, we're, we're selling beer. We're getting ready for a new year, 2019. Um, I just got back from Iowa, so we're, you know, doing our, our planning meetings. Um, we were able to, uh, we got a gold medal this year at a GABF for the Irish style red. Our uh, Scarlet Fire Red Ale, so it's been right. exciting
3: oh, and uh, a nice one. little boost. Oh yeah, so. that was uh, oh, that was brilliant. So that is that going to be a, a firm favorite at St. Patrick's time? What's that? The Irish Red. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. And we've done that since
5: we opened. So that's one of our core beers, okay. core brands. So um, we do that on occasion in cask as well. Um, they wanted a porter here today, but I was hoping to, to get the Scarlet in. That's my. That's oh, what I think yeah. is the closest uh, to a true
3: English ale on, on cask. So yeah, I, I think that um, the bitters are definitely that's the core. Yeah. Now, okay. So how do you compare that type of beer, which I think is a more traditional origin original beer, with the wonderful New England IPAs that appear to be very popular with the youngsters today? <laughs> Uh, we could say youngsters, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I'm.
5: Uh, I like them. I, I like the New England style. We we do a couple dry, double dry ops. Um, not not quite the big hazy juicies, but um, I enjoy drinking them. Um, I, I I don't know if it's a fad at this point or not. <laughs> I don't think so. Um, but uh, but they yeah, sell. Yeah, I don't, don't know. I, yeah, they sell. Yeah, I don't know how it go in a cask. I, uh, I I'd have to. I don't I'd, I'd be willing to try. I think they could put orange <laughs> juice in there. And yeah, find well, it it'd be very options. similar, I yeah, think. Well, yeah, so. yeah. Yeah.
3: Well, I, I'm drinking your porter. It's uh, very delicious. Thank um, you. And I, funnily enough, I think that a porter works really, really well on a cask. I don't know why, but yeah. there's, there's so much flavour, and you don't need any of that. You know, you don't need extra the carbonation. Bubble. I agree. I agree. So, Good stuff. So, so thank cheers. You. Here's cheers to the new year and right. hope it all goes well for you. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Here's yeah. bo- oh, is it, by the way, what's the name from? Is it Boxcar, boxcar? Willie? No, just uh, oh.
5: we have uh, we have constant train traffic right in front of the brewery. Oh, right. Because uh, we're right at the tracks. So uh, it, it just made sense at the time. Oh, okay. <laughs> yep. I, Sorry, I, keep, I can't I pull off the uh, Boxcar Willie, but that's all right. That's all right, yeah. Hey, whatever you want, it, as long as you're drinking it. Hey, yeah, I'm, yeah I'm all right I with like that. it a lot. It's, <laughs> it's, and, and
3: I have to say this is a beer that is really delicious as a beer you can drink all the time in the winter. But yes. I would love to have a couple of these in the summer. So keep making it all year round, yeah. yeah, we do. So, Alright, good. All Thank right. goodness for that. Yeah, yeah. Right. cheers. Cheers, Bruce. Take care. Thanks. Thanks. Amongst the, uh, I guess we should say celebrity, the brewing celebrities down here at this yeah. event. The community.
1: <laughs> the a brotherhood. Works. The brotherhood, yes.
3: Over here on my my right, your left. Well, of course, they can't see that. Right. We've got Dan Burr from yes. Scallywag Brewing. Now tell us a
1: little bit about
3: Scallywag, because you're about to uh, we get are, yourself rocking
1: and rolling. We are, we're about to open in the next, probably four to six weeks. Uh, we are at the assembly phase. Got a lot of pieces laying around and got a lot of people coming in putting things together. But is one of these guys this guy? So we, with us we've yes. got Matt. Matt's one of our partners, Matt Molitor. He's one of our partners over at Scallyweg. Came in uh, more recently, one of the more recent partners. Um, he's been helping us out a lot with the construction. I know. He's got a lot of good ideas, got a lot of, he helps me when I when I don't need to yell at people and I need to talk to them as if they don't work for me. <laughs> That's where Matt comes in. <laughs> and sometimes I help him even more so when he does need to yell at people. Yes. <laughs> so that we can all walk away and go home to our
6: families and, and, afterwards. And we
3: had fun together at Fobab, didn't we? Yeah. We did, yes. Yes, it was a good place. Although oh, it was one fantastic. of the heartbreaking things is when they get rid of the leftovers. Oh, that is a
1: crime against man and nature. I think oh, so, yeah. Just wait till Fobab next year because we're going to win it all. So, so tell, us, tell us a little bit about where you're located. So we are downtown Westmont, about a block north of the BNSF stop. Okay. Which makes it easy walking distance. You can you know that line, you can get on that line, you can hit Lagunitas, you can hit uh, Flapjack in Berwyn, you can hit us in Westmont, and then you can go to Alter and then stop at Two Brothers and do it all the opposite direction on the way back.
3: Are you going to do any real ales? Because you're here drinking, are you
1: drinking a cast condition? I am actually. Uh, I believe yeah. this one was the Miskatonic. Oh, Miss Craven. Yes, which is the the Craven, the Craven, the, the Irish Craven, stout. Yes. which is an Irish stout. An Irish stout. Oh, you're And right I've to had tonic. it. I've had it multiple times on tap at Miskatonic, but okay. also.
6: And and the one of the major differences between uh, uh, their standard fare there for the Craven and this one is this one does not have any lemon in it. Oh,
3: ah, so which is the, a good thing an Irish stout. Well, R&D correct. R&D. Yes. And, and
6: and and the the chocolate comes through a lot more as a result because it's not being muted by the
3: lemon. Right. So exactly. when you get going, what's gonna be your flagship
1: beers? A lot of people don't know. Well, like we can't that, release right? that yet. Oh. <laughs> we have to right, keep man. some things. I mean, you know, well, some gonna, things stay behind the boudoir, right? All right, so <laughs> let, me, let me ask another question then. When are you gonna have beer? When will we have beer? Uh, yeah, uh, that's we, not necessarily for the public, but when we, are you gonna open your doors? We expect to be brewing within the next two weeks. Okay. Uh, as soon as we have beer that can go out to distribution, it will go out to distribution. So, okay. there will be beer out in the wild, probably, fingers crossed, within, by the end of the month, hopefully. Why, why'd you call it Scallywag? It's the only thing that wasn't taken, no. Uh, <laughs> everything starts with an idea, right, an attitude. Yeah. Uh, we are, we're pranksters, we're rogues, we're pirates. It starts with your Han Solo. Yes. Obviously, you can't use <laughs> that, 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 so. Right. You run down the list and you find something that works so with if it. if you're
3: a pirate, where's your bloody parrot? She's, she's, home
1: right <laughs> yeah, 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 she's yeah. at home squawking right now.
3: Oh, don't, <laughs> t- don't uh, tell her to. She's not going to listen to this, right? All right, <laughs> so uh, we're looking at
1: what, what time frame? We're looking at late Feb? Uh, late Feb. Yeah, late Feb. Late All Feb. right. Currently so, late Feb, but keep an eye on our website, scallywaygrewing.com. All right. And everything will be posted there or our Facebook page, which is also Facebook. You know, Shalloway brew. And, and we'll
3: come down and we'll talk a lot more detail about how you guys got going, why you wanted to do it, and more importantly, taste the beer. I Absolutely know, right? right. We look forward to it. Phil. All right. Well, here's to uh, uh, a successful opening. Cheers. Thank, Thank you. Thanks, you, Matt. Thanks Thank a you
1: very lot. much. All right. Thanks for your time.
3: I found a couple of other Retrobates sitting up there at the bar, well, the bar facing the kegs. On my left is Mark Hedrick from Alta Brewing, and you've got one of the beers on tap. And on my right is Don Hardy, who runs Chicago Area microbreweries Group. Good man. So, Mark, why did you want to put in a keg to this? Something different? Have you done it
7: before? Yes, sir. Uh, so we, we participate in the Night and Day of the Living Ales the last two years. Oh, yeah. uh, we've had some cellarman's awards from there, and uh, we're real proud of what we put in our cast. We just hope this this trend starts to grow again, and let's bring real ale back. So, so when Ken and uh, Kevin asked me if I'd like to participate, it was an easy yes. And the one that you brought over was popular...
3: Kid? is it a popular, popular kid, kid yeah. extra
7: pale ale 6% ABV dry hopped with uh, Amarillo a mosaic Simcoe and Centennial
3: uh, and all, I have all the hobbyists in the 16 ounce
7: yes sir And I have so, to
3: say when I got it I was a little bit wary because as I looked at it I said oh it looks a little flat but when you go to drink it it's just perfectly balanced
7: well uh, one thing with uh, you know it was somewhat of a short notice and uh, we weren't actually sure exactly uh, what beer we were gonna bring here um, depending on our, our brewing schedule um, yes I agree with that I, I would like to see a little bit more conditioning on this beer a little bit more foam on this beer um, I, actually I wouldn't I think it's perfect the way it is you think so because
3: it's really drinkable you can you can put these down now, now um, you, uh, uh, Don, you've been around a bit. Yeah. You're saying I'm old? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that. You're like me, right? Um, what do you reckon of this trend that's hopefully coming back for cars, conditioned ales,
0: I versus really like the
3: it. new England IPA type trend?
0: Uh, that's kind of, I don't know, maybe it's shot its wide with the, with the New Englands and all the hazy IPAs. I see more and more of the milk milkshake type ones coming out and a lot more experimenting with flavors and sours or tart beers. But I really like this. Uh, what are you drinking? I'm drinking the one from Hopfine. Oh, the mild. The English yes. mild. Yes, it's very good. I like that it's room temperature and it's, it's good. It's very easy to drink. Very easy to
3: drink. And, and it's real low alcohol and yeah. I have to tell you that I grew up on English mild uh you know because it it, it's easy to drink and you got yep. like four or five pints in an evening yep. you got lots of flavor but you don't have all that alcohol and uh you know you don't get bloated right right so is it a uh, wonderful thing to have real ale yes now you, you frequent um, one of the brewers in westmont whiskey hill whiskey right? hill they, is, used to be, is,
0: whi- they used to be yeah. urban legend and then yeah. missing legend and now they were bought out a few months ago and now it's whiskey hill
3: and uh i have to tell you there are still urban legend bottles on a shelf at a yep.
0: caputo's that i go to yep which that's is really the bad <laughs> that's the problem with i don't want to mention the distributor that they were using but it's a lot of the stuff is still out there and if somebody gets an old beer they don't yell at the distributor they yell at the brewery that's right um, and the brewery can't go
3: around and police all that so, no you nope. Know. No so uh, do you think this is a trend that
0: you would hope to see expand yes with the yeah yeah I'm gonna mention this at Whiskey Hill maybe we can get these guys to come over there one night that's a good idea interesting
3: now it's called Whiskey Hill but there's nothing to do with whiskey no
0: back in prohibition days Westmont was actually called Whiskey Hill um, because they used to bring alcohol out from the city out to the suburbs and Westmont was actually West Mount, because it was a high point. Okay. So they would bring things out on the rail cars and bring stuff, and it was kind of a stopping point where some of the prohibition, well, you know, illegal stuff maybe, but you know, you can't change history, it happened. You can't change That's Al Capone. Right. That's right. You know, it all happened. And some of the people were a little taken back that they decided to go with that name, but hey, it's it's I think it's interesting. I think it's interesting. They're gonna do a lot of stuff geared towards that era. You know, yeah. one of our logos has, you know, an old panel truck from the, those days and stuff. It's They're doing a good job. That's good. Well,
3: I hope it continues as well. This yep. boom with breweries in the Chicago area. Oh yeah. Uh, thanks a lot. Yes. Mark got, Mark got pulled away by somebody over
0: there. So, I mean, you know, we can't. He got pulled away from one of the Miskatonic guys.
1: <laughs> oh, right,
3: well, you yeah. He's back, there he is. <laughs> Uh, he's from Miskatonic, right? Yeah, we got another guy. Yeah, we got another guy from Here Miskatonic. Guy. Okay, so you, you are sir. AJ. AJ from Miskatonic. Now, you've contributed one at this particular fur event, plus you also contributed one at the last fur event down Correct. at Iron & Glass. What one have you brought?
0: Uh, we brought uh, Craven. It's our Irish Dry Stout. Uh, normally, it hits market with... Uh, uh, lemon peel added to it in secondary, so it gets a little bit of kind of like, you know, uh, pithy, citrusy kind of kind of vibes to it, but this one is just kind of straight up, it's as intended, uh, so we, we, we pull it off of the fermenter a little bit early and uh, let it condition in the cask at our place, and uh, I think it's in pretty good condition here.
3: So, are you guys gonna start a trend here? Because everybody's getting engines. I mean, we've got three of them here, and I'd just like to say that two of them come from a pub in England, and I contributed oh. them to the Furkery.
8: Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> but we, are you going to. We have a broken engine, so. You you a, oh, if, well, if anybody
2: knows how to fix you, it.
3: Oh, then. well, Ken McMullen knows how to fix it Excellent. because one of the engines I had was in pieces because I wanted to take it apart and see if I could retrofit it. And then I couldn't get it back together again, but he did. So go and see Ken McMullen. <laughs> okay. So he's a man. Oh. Uh, you, you think you're going to do something like this at Alta?
7: We'd love to. We do do casks from time to time. We do the gravity fed. Um, We like we do it a little bit more, uh, you know, sporadically. Like to do it more. I wanted to catch on. Um, The last thing I like to see is a a firkin and beer go to waste. So, um, yeah, right. We need to to get some more momentum with this movement right here and spread the word that pastry stouts and hazy IPAs are great. Let's go back to some really drinkable, non-carbonic, smooth, tasty, wonderful beers. Mark, I love you for your words. <laughs>
0: cheers, Just I'm cheers drinking to your hot beer, man. by we're we're the way. So talking about... to to that, yeah. <laughs> Good
3: luck. <laughs> so, so uh, what's Wh- happening at Wh- Alta? It is in 2019, because you guys have been like crazy. In 2018, I, I mean, I've seen your beer everywhere. Your distribution is great. Are you going to do
7: something exciting in 2019? Uh, we're hoping so. Uh, Opening up uh, another facility? Uh, that's the rumor on the street oh, right okay. now. Um, still need to, you know, work out a few details on the lease, but uh, we definitely have an engaged engineers, architects, and uh, we're shop. So if this one doesn't work out, we'll definitely find be looking for another location, but. Looking good so far. Can't promise everything yet, but uh, that's exciting for us. So that's taken a lot of our time. Uh, the other thing is uh, we did bring on a new brewer. Um, All right. From a small brewery you might have heard of. Uh, 18 brewers at this place. He was the lead brewer at a small brewery in Illinois called Lagunitas. Uh, Matt McGowan has joined us. I've never uh, heard of them. Where are they on? Um, <laughs> they're somewhere in the city. Um, yeah okay <laughs> 600,000 barrels were produced out of that breed uh, Matt was at uh, great central uh, or uh, yeah central waters I'm sorry central waters up in Amherst oh, Wisconsin right, yeah. so he's gonna bring a wealth of knowledge with uh, not only production SOPs recipe formulation but uh, barrel aging experience as well we're super excited to have him on board and uh, I would concentrate on growth. You, you have done some
3: barrel aged stuff, haven't you? I think it was called King's something, right?
7: Uh, King's Blood. Uh, yeah. yeah, we actually uh, we actually released six different barrel aged beers this fall. Yeah. Uh, a couple of variants of our Imperial Stout. We did a wonderful uh, Imperial Brown Ale called Reverend Brown, aged in uh, uh, full trace barrels, tasting really good right now. Smash in our Imperial Stout also tasting really good. And then uh, the fruit beers that we age in uh, red and white wine barrels, those will be coming back again in late summer. So exciting
3: times at Alta. Is is your second location going to be a production
7: facility? Uh, it's not. So we're actually growing, but the second brew house is going to be half the size. So we're going to do a, and we're going to add a kitchen and do a brew pub. Uh, we love giving people a great experience rather than fighting for a shelf and tap <laughs> handle space. I know that
3: everybody who comes to your events has a really good time. So uh, you can't go wrong if you're going to get food as well. You can get rid of them trucks. Oh, wait a minute. Where's Travis? Okay, yeah, you somewhere now. <laughs> yeah,
7: sir, really
3: All right, well, I am drinking Hopula Kid and I have a full 16 ounce. And I got to tell you, it's a decent pint. Really tasty. Um, so cheers. cheers and good cheers to good you. stuff. Keep keep making it. And I gotta try the Miskatonic oh, one, so geez. keep making that too, AJ. Cheers. Right, cheers. Thank you. Thank you. All right, I found somebody who should be an expert at this uh, Real Ale event, and that's Steve, because Steve comes from Bradford. Yep, absolutely, and, West Yorkshire. Where is Bradford?
4: It's West Yorkshire? West Yorkshire, near Huddersfield, Halifax, where Jody Whittaker comes from.
3: Oh, Doctor tell. Who, there exactly. we go. Good man. All right, so... You've uh, been drinking a few of these uh, cast-conditioned
4: beers. Um, Is it bringing back memories? It is. (laughs) It's been a while since I had anyone pull a pump. You know, barmaids are dying out, so oh, we need a to bring it back.
3: Oh yeah, but didn't you think the barmaids had big enough boxes <laughs> over there? No, you no
4: didn't, they're too male.
3: yeah. Oh yeah, it's it's Ken and Kevin, so yeah, we know that, yeah, That's no good. So, what do you think about the uh, quality of the beers? What have you had?
4: Uh, this, I'm only actually on the last one now, the Boscar Porter, which I prefer to the stout. That's really good. But we have a taste comparison here at Scott and Key because the Don't Blink we have it on tap at the Key and also cask. And we're thinking the cast version is much better. You get a lot more of the, uh, the taste and the aromas out of it. Um, it's a good way to go.
3: One of the beers is an English mild from Hotline. You had that, what do you reckon?
4: Yeah, I like a mild. When I was a kid, I used to start drinking mild. It was a penny cheaper, so you go with a cheap beer. So it's good stuff. <laughs> yeah. You don't yeah. to... see it very often. I,
3: I was saying that, yeah, when I grow up, I drunk pints of mild.
4: Right, you know, yeah, yeah cause exactly. it, it's, it's, it. You
3: can pound it, and there's flavor, and
4: it's yeah. great. And it's British, yeah, and the British pub is always tasting good, yeah. yeah. Kind of so, drop. what
3: do you think of this event? Because there's a shitload of people
4: here now. Yeah, yeah. it's and, packed uh, out. Yeah, It's packed out not only just with people that are following around, but all the other brewmasters from in the neighborhood, yeah. yeah people of Alta, Miskatonic, everybody, yeah, it's, it's good stuff.
3: Oh, where, where, where's the brewmaster from Miskatonic? Oh, that's right, I talked to him, don't <laughs> worry. That's AJ. And I know uh, TJ. Where have they all got acronyms from Miskatonic? I don't know. Who knows? So, um, you frequent Skeleton Key quite a bit. They have one of the beers on tap. We haven't yet talked to John or uh, Paul about it.
4: Yep, you, see it as well. Yep. Yeah, I've had it. That's the one I was saying, the Don't Blink Scottish Ale. Uh, so it oh, right. really works well out of the cask, yeah. You can do a taste test, you can get it on the, uh, the pumps over here and uh have a cast and see what you like. Do you want really to see good.
3: more of these events going on?
4: Oh, absolutely, yeah. Can't beat it, yeah. the great night out. I'm parked further away than I normally am in the parking lot, so yeah, I this know, place I, filled up straight away.
3: I thought I was going to be in Darien, or is that the <laughs> other way? I don't
4: know. Uh, that's the other way, yeah. Oh, you're, going, you're going over to Bolingbroke that way.
3: Oh, okay. <laughs> well, Steve, uh, good. here's to having a few more pints Cheers. and uh,
4: bottoms up.
7: Right. Cheers. Bottoms up. Cheers, Cheers. mate.
3: I have cornered the brewer from the host brewery skeleton key. John Cho- Chopper, is yes, that right? right? Yes, oh, right. Okay, good. Now you've contributed a cask of ale to yes. this event. Yes. Tell us about it. Uh, so it's a it's a Scottish style
6: ale um, along the lines of uh, sort of like a in between maybe a Scottish export. Uh, and, a, and a strong Scotch or a wee heavy ale, so uh, it's a little bit stronger. Uh, very malt forward, a uh, little bit of fuggle hops just to balance things out. But uh, it's been a, it's been a beer that we've been serving here for um, pretty much as long as we've been open, and this is the first time that we've had it on, uh, on what's on the it casket. called? It's called Don't Blink. Don't Blink. Okay, yes. must, which, be, which, must be a which, name behind that. Well, and oh. I think I think I think I, I would imagine maybe you know what what the meaning is behind it, but. Um, but maybe not. It's based okay. on a show. It's based on a show from your native land. Okay. Doctor Who.
3: Okay. It's a very
6: famous episode of Doctor Who. Oh. I'm not I'm not the that's that's okay. courtesy of my of, <laughs> of my sister and brother-in-law. Who um, is Paul, Paul, and Emily Paul and Emily Slayton yes. for people who
3: don't know? The enormous,
6: yeah. Yep, enormous okay. Doctor Who fans. They're both they both have Doctor Who tattoos on them. Oh, give uh, me a break. yes. They're very big fans, and so the name of uh, of that uh, basically what we wanted to hearken back to is um, the character who plays uh, the Doctor in that particular season is. Uh, oh. If it if it, I, I turned off. He's a, he's a he he's a, Scott. he's a Scot. He's a Scot. So that's oh, why that's why we that use the guy. name David yeah. Tennant. David Tennant. Oh yes. Yes. <laughs> oh. So that's okay. where the name comes from. We so we wanted it to sort of harken back to uh, the roots of the beer. And also incorporate, you know, something that that uh, that we all love as well.
3: Now, if you had said that, it heartened back to William Hartnell, the first Doctor, Who, I could have related to that because right. I actually watched those episodes. No, these are new school Doctor Who fans. Oh, you yeah, know, yeah, they don't know yeah, anything right. about the about the past. You know,
6: they skipped past all of that.
3: So <laughs> you mentioned that it was a cross between a, a Scottish export. Yes. And that is something that I haven't heard since the so, days of McEwens.
6: Well, yeah, it, so it's, it's something that um, most people, when they, Scottish ale is a, is a Scotch ale, uh, a wee heavy. So very strong, very, very malt forward beer. Um, in the early days of Scottish beer, they had different classifications based yep. on the, uh, basically the amount of alcohol that was in it. So they were, they were known as uh, different tiers of shilling beers. Um, so when we first put this beer out, we were actually aiming to make a Scotch Ale and it came in a little bit weaker, uh, but not quite not quite within the realm of the shillings, uh, the, export, the Scottish export being the strongest style before you get to the strong Scotch yep. Ale. And we were somewhere, the ABV was somewhere sort of in between there. So not quite a Scotch Ale, not quite a Scottish export, somewhere slightly, maybe a little bit closer to an export, but we call it a Scottish style ale. Because we feel like then people won't be confused and expect a you know ten percent nine ten percent beer. Right. It's sort of like a lighter drinking, wee
3: heavy essentially. And, and you know um, that how they got that shilling level, right, is the taxes that it, they pay. Exactly. For it, right? right. Back to uh, back to the event. Okay. Yes, so you've yeah. got cast conditioned ale. Yeah. Is this a, is this something you've done before, at Skeleton King?
6: Um, we've done uh, a, a very very small amount of it. Um, we, we, not sure, long after, or not long after we opened, uh, I uh, procured a firkin and a couple of pins. I'm an enormous fan of, of cast conditioned beer. Um, had never done it in the past myself, so we wanted to do a lot of that here, you know, sort of on a rotating basis, maybe every couple of weeks, have something special on. Um, and then, you know, time just got away from us, so we, we haven't been able to do it as much. So, uh, Ken and, and Kevin approached me a couple weeks ago, or early December, about this idea that they've had. And I just think it's fantastic. I mean, it's, uh, and there's a lot of people here. And I think the cool thing is that uh, when we tried doing Cascale, uh, a lot of people were like, I don't get it. It's like, it's sort of like your beer, except warmer and not as much carbonation. I said, yes, but it's all, all, the flavor, they though, drink all the flavor, all the flavor, yeah, so I didn't know when they first pitched it to me, I said, hey, I'm on board, but is there an audience for this, are people really getting, yeah. and
3: clearly there's, clearly there's a lot of people that are at have least interested it, to check it, it out. I, I know you've been serving back there, but mm-hmm. have you talked to anybody about what they, have they found it I good? haven't
6: really, no, I, I, I've, uh, no, I mean, I've talked to some of the people at the bar here, and everybody seems to really be appreciating it. Um, you know, the, uh, we've got a couple of our regulars here, so they've had our Scottish Ale. And the cool thing is to hear them talk about the differences and how they're noticing flavors that they never noticed in the, the you know, the bright beer. Um, so that's, I think, really cool. In our case, we're able to put those side by side today. Um, but uh, but I've definitely heard from a lot of people that um, the, the Tighthead Porter has seemed to be the one that a lot of people are talking about. I saw it in a, poured in the a glass a couple of times and it looked beautiful. It had a really nice looking fluffy hat on top of it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it seems like everybody's really enjoying themselves tonight,
3: yeah. I, I think that uh, most people have said that about the porter. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to try your Scotch ale next because right. I, I'm particularly partial to Scotch ales, and I hope it's got a little bit of an earthy flavor. But, but it, from it, what you it tell should. me, it, it may be a little bit on that borderline, which is fine. Yes. Um, yeah. no, no problem with that. But yes. So what's going on at Skeleton Key? You guys have always been... Uh, kind of a bit wacky if you will you've been so, out yeah. foraging i yeah. know that yeah. emily's been out foraging and yeah. done things with that what's going on in 2019 well so in regards
6: to foraging actually tomorrow we uh, we're releasing uh, a collaboration with workforce brewing in, in plainfield um so we foraged uh down in um uh, southern illinois for um autumn berries autumn olives uh is the technical term for it but it's basically a um it's a shrub uh, that bears fruit in the form of berries um, a shrubbery yes shrubbery and it's a uh, and it's something that is invasive um, okay. so it's not you know it's it's not something that you know you can over farm in any way it's something that people want out of their yards people want off their property uh, but it's it's a really um, it's a really cool uh, berry because it's got s- on one branch you could get some tart berries you could get some sweet berries Um, so when you harvest a whole bunch of them you get a little bit of some tartness a little bit of sweetness Uh, we brewed a uh, over at Workforce we brewed a uh, a farmhouse style ale Um, and it was fermented in a in a open top uh, oak barrel basically oh wow uh with the with, the, with the puree a, a mini
3: cool ship exactly right? yeah yeah so
6: go. so and uh and we uh fermented it with a couple uh, a, a blend of yeasts um and then they split the resulting beer off and aged it in um white wine oak barrels and red wine oak barrels then combined them back together uh bottle conditioned it uh keg conditioned it so we have a super limited amount. We made a really small batch. So we have a super limited amount of 750 uh, bottles tomorrow, as well as on draft, uh, and they'll have it over in uh, in Plainfield as
3: well. So you said it was called Autumn Olives. Do yes. you know what the what 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 is the actual scientific name for this? Do you know that? I don't know. Um, <laughs> Wow, we're gonna have to find that, yeah, out, man. That's that that really know. Emily, Emily's
6: the one. Emily's the one that would know that. Oh, she's um, foraging. She's the yeah. Okay. I know what they look
3: like. What they taste like. <laughs> I know where you can find them. Okay, it's kind of like mushrooms. Yeah. Right? You know, I know what they look like, but right. the ones that kill you. <laughs> I can, I can
6: spot them now. You know, now that we've gone out foraging, they have a very. The cool thing is that the leaves are, um, they're green on one side, but they're sort of like silverish on the other side. Oh, okay. So they're, they're really easy to spot, and they're. Super abundant uh, up here, but where we went down uh, down in southern Illinois, um, they were everywhere. Um, so we were able to get, you know, it was a long day. Um, me and Emily and uh, and Brandon from Workforce and his wife Amanda, um, and their and their daughter, the five of us all went out and we shook tree branches all day and and the amount of work that we did for the amount of beer that's going to come out is sort of sad, but it's it wasn't a commercial
3: operation it was human beings harvesting it wasn't that's machinery great. or anything so well maybe that's something that uh, you can put onto our cask in the future Who It's knows? something,
6: yeah I mean not now this was our first this Emily always wanted to use these berries this is our first attempt at doing it the beer turned out fantastic so I think that it's something that we will probably do again in the future
3: well John your beers have always been uh, uh, excellent beers that people have talked about my right. favorite is Bitter end. Is that your IPA? Uh, oh, bitter friend. Better friend. Friends. Okay, I, I that was I, on. Yeah, I just missed the fry bit. That's right. Okay. That's right. Um, and that I was think, on, yeah, that was on when we when we did the, that's uh, right.
6: the podcast. Last that's right. That's yeah. right. And
3: yep. I think uh, that is like almost as good, if not better than Centennial from Founder oh my God. because I love a Piney IPA. I love that's, a Piney IPA and that's it was a, delicious. That's so absolutely a, come uh, on down to Skeleton Key. He hasn't got it on right now. Right? No, no, no,
6: but that, but we have, right now we have on Friends Don't Lie, which was the original, oh. uh, the nexus of that beer, Bitter Friends was just a much hoppier, bitter version of that beer, but it's an all Centennial hopped American Pale Ale. So the same thing, just, doesn't have as much of a bite
3: to it as the bitter friends. Well, thanks a lot, John. Uh, maybe we should go out with the Doctor Who theme, yeah. right? Go <laughs> <All> together now. <laughs> 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 Some of the other stars who have uh, come down to the Skeleton Key Brewery yeah, is uh, and Chuck, you're with me now, right? Yes, indeed. Okay, good. I wanted to make sure you were still here. I'm still here. I'm still here. Okay. Sorry. To uh, we've cornered. We've cornered Matt Lakota, who is uh, the head brewer and founder, or part owner, or something. Or whatever. But you brew the beer over at 25 West, which is in the, uh, no, not the Fox Valley. Stratford
8: Square Mall. Stratford
3: Square Mall, right, over in uh, Bloomingdale. So, Matt, um, you're here at this
8: event. What made you come? Uh, you don't see too many firkin' events around, and when one pops up, I like to make sure I'm there. Do you like car scale? Absolutely. Yeah, I wouldn't be here if I wasn't. I mean... So what are you drinking i have the alter popular kid
3: what do you reckon because that one is um, obviously a popular beer in a can uh an apa and putting an american
8: uh, style onto a cask is kind of a little bit out there yeah it's um it's probably the one here that is most familiar for someone who's not a cascale fan or aficionado but um, it's good. It's it. It's a pretty great. Someone just broke a glass and so oh, it
3: that. Like that. Uh,
2: yeah.
8: It's 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 very
3: drinkable. I had a I have one of those. Um, what do you think is going to
8: be the outcome of this for you? Are you going to start doing some? I love. I mean, we I've done them previous places I've worked. Um, it's just a matter of getting through the first couple of months of being open yep. craziness before we can start doing them at 25 West right but so. yeah it's definitely something we're looking at doing a nice looking place I could say
2: that I've been there pretty nice it used to be a Bally Doyle back in the day I remember going there a few times and it looks a lot better now Oh, certain. really it used to be a Bally Doyle
3: yes, oh, wow. yeah. so um, what's what's new and exciting in 2019 for you guys as you said you've only been open We've a couple open, of months yeah two months um, and by the way folks we went I went down there with uh, uh, John, the ex-John's ex, ex John's Tavern owner, and we tried your beers, and I think we enjoyed most of them. I found the wit to be quite a uh, really attractive beer, and uh, coming into spring, that's a good beer.
8: Yeah, it's it's definitely one that kind of caught us by surprise. You know, people people are clamoring for it to come back, so change up the plans <laughs> and the bring the Pilsner? it Pilsner. I kind of honed in on the Pilsner. Are you going to keep making the Pilsner? Uh, I mean, Pilsner. Pilser is kind of a passion project for mine.
7: <laughs> <laughs> I
8: don't know that that necessarily translates as much as I I'd like it to. Me. but I know it to me. Um, What's the most popular beer then? Uh, well, right now our best-selling is actually our blonde Ale, um, which makes sense for people that aren't as familiar coming in and trying out the new place. We're doing really well with a, a Mexican Vienna lager that... We're making... Oh, well, that one wasn't on when I was there. Uh, it was. We, okay. don't, we don't call Wait a it minute.
3: that. A Mexican Vienna Lager. Oh, yeah. that, that sounds a bit
8: like it's a mixer. Yeah, it's just a, It's not, as, not quite as malty as you'd expect from a European Vienna Lager. A little bit more of a crushable summer beer. Yeah. Now, you, you obviously
3: have a lot of food at that place because you're basically a restaurant brewery.
8: Um, are you thinking of doing beer dinners? Yeah, we actually was just talking with the, our head chef today about that um, we're, we're looking to probably do our first one in March so
3: all right, so um, This is a good event for you. Uh, we're gonna look forward to seeing some of these cask ales
8: uh, down there. Maybe you can have a furkery event. I think I've already volunteered that to Ken. So. All
3: right. Good go. man. We'll be there. Yeah. That's close to home. I don't have to yeah. drive all bloody mile to get there. Perfect. All right. Well, thanks and all the best in 28, uh, 2018. Where am I? Yeah. Yeah. Another year. Um, we'll come down and have a good chat to you. When awesome.
8: are you going to get your barrel uh, age program going? We've actually already filled about ten. Uh, and they'll be ready 10 when? Uh, first round is probably May.
3: Okay, we'll come down in yeah. May.
8: We like barrel age. Yeah. Uh, thanks Perfect. a lot, Matt.
2: Cheers, appreciate it. Thank you. All the best.
0: Last orders at the bar. Come on now, empty your glasses. Time, please, gentlemen. Come on, then you got homes to go do?
8: All right, so our story has kind of come full circle here. We were told to talk to Phil. Phil actually has a podcast. Can you tell us a little bit about
3: that? The Brit and Yankee Craft Beer Podcast. Uh, We've been going since 2007 in some format or not. Obviously, I'm the Brit, (laughs) and the the Yankee is varying these days. Okay. Originally, it was my mate Lingo who has a job that takes him out of town for a while, but uh, I. I Encourage other Yankees to All come right. onto my show. So well, there's a lot around here, so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so recently we've been having Chuck Fort from Church Street. We've been having uh, Ken McMullen from Hot Vine. and then uh, I just get anybody who can to come on the show. Right. Uh, so you know, it's it's a lot of fun. Uh, we try and focus on. Local breweries, but sometimes we'll go afield. So, I'm trying to arrange a couple of uh, Skype interviews with some uh, Denver breweries. Awesome. Um, Whibby Brewing out of Longmont. Okay. So, uh, that's one of them. But this year, we're going to try and focus on some of the downstate breweries uh, who haven't we haven't been able to get to, because I'm sure you and I are both working stiffs, right? (laughs) That's right. Yeah, there we go, we're working
8: for the man. (laughs) Um, So, Ken sent us to you, uh, wanted us to ask you about the uh, cast pumps. There's a quick quick story behind
3: those. (laughs) So the cast pumps that they were using for the Ferkery event uh, were obtained from a pub in Sussex, and Sussex is on the south coast, of England. Okay. You know, you go, you go south from London and stop when your feet get wet, right? And uh, so my nephew, about 15 years ago, brought them over. I don't know how the hell he did it, but he brought them over in a suitcase when he came to visit one year. And I had them sitting in my basement for the longest time, and I took one of them apart so that I could see how it worked, in the, in the interest of trying to get it to work, down at the britain yankee pub which is in my basement right? <laughs> All right. that's right that's what we do our studio recording yeah, i love that so um i couldn't get it back together again and then i got to know ken mcmullin from hotline and we talked to him and he said oh, i can put it back together so i said okay fine here you go here's one here's another one i haven't opened and i'm really happy to say that he's taken those and he's made them work again exactly the way they should work with good
8: Real ale, and they were working really good. A lot
3: They're of working great. Working really here. good,
4: yeah.
8: <laughs> guys. We got Phil here, Brett, the Yankee podcast. Please check them out. Go to the Facebook Facebook page.
3: And we're we're on we're on iTunes as well. So there's a few of us in the area but we're the best.
8: Well you certainly (laughs) got a few more subscribers here. Alright. Thanks a lot guys. Appreciate it. I I (laughs) shake your hand, but I got my I'm gonna shake your podcasting equipment. (laughs) Cheers guys. Cheers. Thank you. We're best. (laughs)
7: Belly, belly, beard, belly
0: Go, you know, go! Give us a pipe, You got any techniques? A oh, pint please, Bob. Give me
3: another pint, please, Bob.